This is Alan, and welcome to the Nerdomy Podcast. Jonathan, what are we talking about today? Alan, Marvel movies are back in the theater, and we have the review of the very first one. It's Black Widow. Uh, how was your uh, theater experience? Okay, well, I've seen it twice, and we're recording the Saturday after it came out. I started Thursday at 5 o'clock, uh, pretty decently. I'd say about a third full, and then I saw it yesterday... At 4.30, I took my nieces and nephew. They wanted to go see it, so I had to go again. And uh, that was pretty full. That was probably two-thirds full, if not more, maybe 90% full for a 4.30 movie on a Friday, which I thought really good. And uh, when I was looking to buy the tickets, um, the 5 o'clock show was sold out, the 7-whatever show was sold out, and that's why I went so early. Um, So, yeah, I think think it's going to do big business this weekend. But when you you say – when when you say full, does your theater like uh like no, so the no theater seat. that we go yeah the yeah, the like all right pick a seat like make sure there's two seats in between you. No, I was sitting next to some. Oh no, kidding! Okay. Some unshowered mass, one of the unshowered masses. Whoa! All <laughs> yeah. right. Well, and and you brought your niece and nephew. You said. Yeah, I brought four of them. Whoa! And and they follow all the Marvel stuff. Uh, two of them do. The other two are just bored. They just <laughs> All right. Well, I think they were there for the popcorn. There you go. Uh, well, my my experience, we were one hundred percent full. Uh, all three wow. of us. <laughs> so I Wait, I purchased on Disney Plus. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if you have Disney Plus, you can purchase it for thirty bucks, and uh, and so I knew we were going to podcast and. Uh, the, the soonest my daughter was going to be able to make was Sunday. I said, ah, I got to watch this. So uh, we watched it. And it's pretty cool. I'm watching it right now. I'm watching it as we, we record. This is my third viewing, maybe. I mean, I watched one like solid twice, kind of. And, and and the third time, it's just on because I'm just kind of going back and forth and trying to figure things out. Right. Uh, so, yeah. So it's pretty neat. You know, it's... Well, I mean, like, that, yeah. Um, the experience of buying it on... On what's it called, Disney Premiere? Like, I'm very adamant I wouldn't, I won't, you know, because I already pay for the service. Um, about paying an extra 30, I think that's nonsense that they do that. But were you, did you debate it or you're like, ah, I just got to do this for the show? Let me, let me, let me buy. It. And how long do you have the movie for? Uh, forever. It's not, I mean, it's, I think it said on there it will be free on Disney Plus by October. Yeah, you know what they should also add to that premiere stuff? Because they've done this for quite a few of their movies now. They should also make it like, you know, when it comes out on DVD or Blu-ray, you should they should give you a code for a free digital download of it if you buy it, bought it for $30, you know? Oh, okay, I gotcha. Right. Yeah, I think yeah, I guess. That would make it more palatable for me, you know? Well, I mean, if, if, if you think about, like, the, the like, I'm paying for myself, my wife, my daughter, right? So that cost of a film ticket, plus food, because you know we're going to be pounding down some popcorn and stuff. 
30 bucks is actually cheaper than for us to go to the movie yeah, theater, sense, you know, yeah. and, uh, and look, I, I've watched it three times already and I didn't have to pay anything extra. But yes, I, I was about to say that there are sites out there where it's already online for, you know, you can view it if you go to these illegal sites. Um, yeah, so, it's yeah, there. You can definitely yeah. watch. I took a peek, yeah. I took a peek <laughs> and, uh, that looks good. But uh, anyway, yeah, Disney Plus got it and, uh, and <sighs> would I do it again? Hmm. You know, let's get into the review of the movie, and I'll explain to you my my confusion at this point. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you had, and you had a good movie experience, which is great. Black Widow. Okay. What were your thoughts on the movie going in? I mean, did you have an, an idea as to what it was going to be about, or an expectation? I, no. Well, I mean, I kind of we knew. I think it was. Was it well known? I don't know. I think it was pretty much well known. It took place between Civil War and Infinity War, and there was part of me that hoped it was some kind of maybe flashback story, and they were somehow going to bring her back um, after the events of Endgame. Um, so there was that, and, and I knew they were bringing in Yelena Belova, um, who I I think she premiered in the late '90s comics. I have the comic book she premiered in, and. Um, I, I mean, actually, I, I, honestly, man, I was just so happy to go to a Marvel movie. It was only the yeah. second time, third time since last March, since the lockdown, that I've been to a movie. Once was last summer, Empire Strikes Back re-release. I was by myself in the theater, and then the other was like two weeks ago or three weeks ago when I saw Fast Nine, um, and I was really just so I went to a movie. I just, I'm just, I, re, I renewed my regal, uh, whatever they call it, the, you know, where you go, where you go to movies for whatever. You pay one price a month and go a bunch of movies. Um, so I just went to F9. So, yeah, I was excited about Black Widow. Um, I was really looking for some good. You know, a lot of early reviews, and I tried to stay away from spoilers, but a lot of review headlines were comparing it to Captain America Winter Soldier. And I was like, all right, because that's my favorite Marvel movie. I was like, all right, if this even comes close to that, I'll be very happy with it. So that's, that was my thought going into it. What about you? Uh, let's see. So... I remember, I think I, I got the idea that it takes place after Civil War from you, because I think you mentioned on the show, like, where, where it kind of took place. So I had that idea, and and I was hoping that they did, they, they were going to go to more of an origin story of the Black Widow, which they kind of did, but they kind of didn't. And, and I, I think there are a couple things I, I wanted to see. I wanted to see, really, remember, so in Age of Ultron... I actually, dude, I did research. I actually watched a couple of flicks before this podcast. Age of Ultron, right? Like when when uh, when Wanda does her little magic trick on on Black Widow, she has like a mini flashback uh, of like what it was like growing up for her, uh, going through the Black Widow program. I thought we we're, were gonna gonna get something like that, kind of like how did she become the way she is, which they really, they, I mean, they they talked about it, but they didn't really get into it. And I thought they were going to go more into her and Hawkeye. And again, they, it was one of those instances where they talked about it, but they didn't show it. And I was kind of getting a little annoyed with that one. You know, I was like, I, I mean, they, like, how many movies have they, they referenced back to Budapest? I mean, it, uh, several. And again, we're, we're, we're now we're in Black Widow. This is her movie, and we still don't get it. 
And I was kind of looking forward to that. I want to know what was the real deal. I mean, they mentioned it quite a few times in this movie. You know, oh, what kind of bullet's that? She's like, arrows. I'm like, come on, you're a spy. You should know that by now. But, I mean, they, they mentioned it. You know, they mentioned it several times, and they really didn't get into it. You know, like, if you watch the previous Avengers movie, like, first Avengers, reminds you of, like, Budapest, right? They mentioned it there. It's so many times, and they didn't get into it. So... Uh, so that's what I thought we were, we were going to get. And I think because I had that high expectation of that, I was kind of let down with this movie. So Okay. Well, I think – and I, they didn't explain it clearly. I think they think they explained Budapest to us um, because that was her blowing up. You know, I think – I'm pretty sure Budapest was when she, she blew up the guy and the daughter. Yes. But that doesn't explain how that incident reminds them of fighting aliens in New York City. <laughs> that's exactly yeah. I pulled it up and he goes it's like you remember Budapest differently I'm like one was sitting in the car Hawkeye was someplace else and that's all they did you know so uh, yeah you know, I mean they set up that there was a fight there's a fight in the hideout because she said Clint was sent to kill her, kill her. right yes until so, so she decided to defect and then he helped her defect and that's why they're like such good friends or whatever Right, um, yeah, and they and they do allude to in that first Avenger movie, like the the reason why she's she owes Clint is because like she owes him a favor, you know, like big time. Now, I, I guess that's what it was to you know to to kind of help her out, but uh, it was pretty weak. And again, it's it, it, I I think my disappointment with this movie because I I was hoping for that and and I barely got that. Yeah, I think yeah they they set it up like Budapest was like this huge shootout. That they barely escaped and you know um kind of random ragged and maybe and that was what it is but you're right they didn't show that they didn't really touch upon that and you are left to believe that budapest was just blowing up the dude <laughs> and her defecting uh, and oh uh, what was the deal with how they were pronouncing it budapest because she said budapest in avengers i think every time she says it she says it Budapest, and I actually think that's the Europeans' pronunciation of it. Oh, is it? Okay, I believe so. Um, that went way over so, my head. I didn't know what yeah, was going on. I, I gotta be honest with you. One of my nieces doesn't really go to the Marvel movies, and she was just like, "Uncle John, I didn't understand any of that." She goes, "I didn't understand the beginning." <laughs> oh, <laughs> so okay. I tried to explain it to her, but it just, I, you know, a lot of my answers is like, "Well, you had to see this movie. You had to see this movie," and I think that's that's where this movie fails. Is I think you can watch a lot of the other Marvel, you know, with the exception of like Endgame and Infinity War, but you can watch a lot of the other solo hero movies and not have to have a lot of background. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one, and I and I think this one of all the solo movies, they mention they they make more references to the Marvel universe as a whole, I think, than the other ones. Right, Captain America's name is brought up a lot. You know, uh, Ross talks about um, break. You know how they caught Ant Man, Falcon, and 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 Hawkeye, and of course Clint's name is brought up a lot. So and just Avengers, the Avengers of my family. Oh, where are the Avengers now? Oh, you know, get the Avengers help. <clears throat> brought up many times. You know, Thor. You know, if you look at the solo movies after uh, Avengers one, you know they don't bring up a lot. Which was a lot of people's complaint it was like, well, why couldn't they just get the Avengers to help with this solo mission or whatever? Right. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you exactly my first thought after I, my first screening was. <clears throat> it really made. I thought to myself, like, you could really see the influence and impact that the Russo brothers, and and the two writers McFeely and I think Marcus is his name, 
um, had on on the event on the MCU as a whole. This was not. I, I think for these kind of movies, we were trained to expect a Russo brother type film and a Marcus and McFeely type uh, script, and we didn't get that at all. Yeah, that's a that. good point. Yeah, I mean, I had to look up who the director was. Um, I, I wasn't familiar familiar with her at all. And uh, you're, yeah, you're probably right. I mean, I, I guess with the Marvel movies, my expectations are extremely high, and I just found a lot of uh, I, I don't want to call it flaws, but there were just way too many things that that if you think about it too much, I just didn't like. You know, and I, I was really surprised, like watching this movie, like thinking, I can't believe I'm not really liking this movie. You know. Uh, I, I was expecting way, way more. I mean, this is this is a Black Widow movie. Um, you know, this movie, you know, like we said before, should have came out like a year ago. So it's almost like, all right, dudes, you you had you had a little more time to do, to kind of like fine tune this. I mean, I don't know if it's actually possible to to you know, I don't know, rewrite or I probably probably didn't want to do it because you'd probably have to repay, you know pay everyone to to come back again, but. Uh, this one, ah, dude, I can't believe I'm saying that. I, I, I was trying to figure out like, is this 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 is strong, dude? Like to to me, Captain Marvel is the bottom of the barrel. It's clearly not that because I I left Captain Marvel like, oh, I can't believe that's what happened. This is I'm not saying it's Captain Marvel level, ah, but I I definitely know I think I'm probably in the minority of how people view this movie. I I just wasn't happy with this one. I will, I will say that the strength of this movie are its performers, its actors. I think everyone in their role did a good job with what they had. Um, the first thing I texted you after I saw it was they should have gotten the same stunt coordinator, fight coordinator that they did for Captain Winter Soldier. Because the Black Widow fight scenes in those other movies are far superior to what she does in this movie. And yeah. I also think part of that is the directing. I don't know that this director has a lot of experience directing action sequences. Hmm. Uh, I, fa- I found the right. I mean, as a as a outline, the story's fine. You know, it could have been punched up in places. I just found that they over. I, f- I felt the humor was forced, and mm-hmm. at some points, you know, I don't think the I don't think the jokes were bad per se. I think they were forced, and at a lot of times in the wrong spot in the movie. Yeah, like yeah. they totally undercut them. They undercut themselves with serious moments. You know, it's like they were afraid to get too serious. Like that whole dinner table scene. I don't know that there should have been any, any um, comedy in the, at the dinner table because that's the first time the four of them are together since the beginning. Like if you look at the beginning, there's no jokes with the little kids, and I, yeah. I thought that was a strong beginning. Oh you yes, know, I that, yes. I thought the young Scarlett Johansson actress was fantastic. Um, you felt her her pain and like you know the younger the younger one uh yelena you know still not knowing that this was a fake family and and that wasn't her real parents or her real sister um they undercut the that moment when they're adults and at the table again you know with their jokes i thought and uh, there was especially and again florence pew i think is how her name is pronounced who plays yelena does a fantastic job i think with the emotions and like when when 
Natasha says, oh, you know, we weren't real sisters anyway or something like that when they're in the store. You could see on her face like she's like, well, it's real. She says it later in the movie, but then you could read her face like, oh, she it was real to her. That was her family. Oh, I would probably say that interaction, you know, when they're drinking beers to me, I think that (laughs) this sounds weird. This is that was probably my favorite part of the movie in a sense that. You have, yeah, you you nailed it, man. The the acting in this, especially, I have to give kudos to Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm. She just, she like her caliber of acting. Uh, I I think it just it almost overpowered everybody else. But yeah, uh, the, the lady that 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 played the sister was, was fantastic. And you're right about the intro. I mean, that whole intro part, you, you nailed it. I mean, I was expecting that was a tone of the movie, and I was all in. I mean, I was. Like okay, you know th- this is going to be a good flick, and I was all in. I, like the, it was pretty dramatic, and you're right. When that family scene came on, it, it was serious but jokey at the same time, and I, it could be the director's fault. It just felt like the jokes were at the wrong time, and when or if if it was at the right time, it just wasn't landing correctly. You know, it's right. like am I supposed to take this as a serious scene or is this a jokey scene? And it was a mixture of both, and it, it just didn't make sense. Right. I, I think a great example of that is, especially the first time you see it, and she cuts off the breathing, the breathing to the pig. You know, oh, they're right. building that they're building that suspense in the audience. That it's just oh my god, she gonna let the pig die. Even when she's done showing off what the pig can do, but she doesn't let the pig breathe. You're like let him yeah, let the pig. <laughs> And then she does it, and then she has crackers. Oh, she had, he had eleven more seconds anyway. Just, just you know, have Natasha say, you know, let him go or whatever, and let him, you know, let the pig go. And that's the end of that scene. But you, you undercut that, that tension of, oh my God, they're gonna let this pig die. You know, which, which is a great moment, a character moment for Melina to see that she's, I don't, I don't want to say ruthless, but she's so focused on that the science, science aspect of what she can do but right. she's almost giddy that look what we've discovered i can tell a living thing not to breathe and it won't breathe and that's amazing and it's not she's not doing it in a in a because i want to rule the world kind of way it's just that that science you know i go back to Jurassic park it's because you can do it doesn't mean you should do it but right she's, she's beyond that and and just moments like that where they undercut it um i yeah i i, I don't know man there's a lot I didn't like about this movie, but I'll tell you what, I saw it twice. I'll have no problem watching it again. Uh, so I don't put it in the bottom tier with Captain Marvel or Thor the Dark World. Actually, I might put it even with Thor the Dark World because I'll watch Thor the Dark World now and again. And especially since I've been watching Loki, I think Thor the Dark World is, is a little bit of a better movie now. Oh, okay. If you, focus, if you kind of focus on Loki in, in that movie, it's, you know, because I, I never realized this is going off on a tangent, but I didn't realize that Loki directed the elf up to his mother. Oh, like, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, because remember what happened in Loki when they were reviewing his life? Yeah. He told the Dark Elves like what stairway to go up. and he, Yeah. I don't know if he legit thought it was going to Thor or he, I don't know, he wanted to send him to his mother, but he's, you know, I, I never understood. I didn't, I didn't know that, that that's what happened in the movie. So, Thor's Dark World is a little, you know. Oh, uh, I may I, have to rewatch that then. There was just, I mean, Captain Marvel has so many negatives. I'm not getting into it again. Listen to our show on Captain Marvel. Um, nothing about it worked. The directing, the acting, the script, nothing about it worked. At least this had great performance and great – like I would love to see these actors again in a better written movie or like I at the end of this movie, and I thought about this yesterday too. I want to know obviously what happens with Yelena and I hope that we get to see what happens with Red Guardian and, and, the, and Melina you know, and even Taskmaster. Um, or now there's like a whole – 
room full of widows running around. Well, mm-hmm. why? Because they're all yeah, over the world. All over the world, yeah. So <clears throat> the story was good enough for me to be like, I want to know what happens at after the end of this movie to these characters. Captain Marvel was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, um, yeah, I can see all the negatives, and I think, I think this is going to do well. I think it's going to ride the hype of movie theaters are open again. It's Marvel. You've been loving our TV shows. You know, come on back. And, and I think people will say nice things about Black Widow because of that. Um, but it does have its problems. It definitely has its problems. Yeah, yeah. I, I get, again, it's it's like I, I was kind of just shocked as I, as I was watching it as, as the movie progressed. I mean, I, I, I watched it from the beginning, you know, and, and there are definitely a lot of, like, scenes that I like. And, and I wanted it... I wanted it to be better. It, it, it just, I, it couldn't get over that hump for me, you know. Um, just, just a, a lot of weird things, you know. But, um, uh, what was going to ask you about? Da, 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 da. What did you think about? So, like I said in the beginning of the show, I thought the movie was going to be more of how, how you know, um, Black Widow became who she was. How did you feel about this time around that? all the Black Widow agents were, it, it, it's more mind control versus, uh, you know, getting them at a, at a young age and slowly, like, you know, molding that particular young girl into an assassin. The psychological conditioning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I, I, I think they are all still taken young, and I think that's just an added layer, the mind control thing. Because, and I think in a way, they might have alluded to it in the story, that Natasha is kind of the reason for it because she defected. And then the bad guy who's so memorable, I can't remember his name, said, you know, was like, oh, we got to figure out a way to keep them more loyal. So let's let's work on this mind control thing. Um, well, or, you know, they had been working on this since they were a kid because they stole that information from Hydra in the beginning of the movie. Uh, no, I, I, I mean, I, I kind of liked it um, that they were mind controlled. That was a, a nice little twist to it. Um, but you know, okay. But my guy... question is, though, is that if if there isn't that um, underlying brainwashing, then why is it that when they have that you know antidote and they're out of their spell, that it almost seems like they're quote unquote good guys? You know, they're not still following that 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 mentality of being assassins. You know, oh, I see. Well, I remember Yelena said something along the lines is like you you're still you still know what you're doing. She says it's almost like you're 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 aware that you're being controlled, but you're not able to do anything about it. Yeah. So I'm just thinking, well, that's when that's what I was thinking when so I'm thinking when they're freed from it, they're just like happy not to be mind controlled anymore. And I, I wouldn't say they were good guys because it's funny when Natasha says, well, now you get to make your own decisions. I'm like, well, what if they all decide to become assassins again? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but they all I, yeah, seem like they're on the I same page. What's that? I, I mean, they all seem like they were on the same page when they were released from their spell. I mean, collectively, they're like, okay, we're uh, defecting this whole Red Room regime, right? T- together, you know, and it's okay. See, these are one of the things I was so annoyed about. You know, it's like, okay, what was, what was the purpose of this whole like? chemical control versus this whole um conditioning when when they were younger but you're right maybe it is both 
you know, and I, I guess I really don't know the intentions of the, the Black Widows after the fact, but that, I mean, that's, that's kind of what it seemed like to me. Kind of like, okay, they broke the spell, why are they still... Like I, I are they doing it against her? I guess they are. I don't know. I think it's more it's more of a survival thing, especially since the thing comes crashing down around them. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's not it's not to say that if they if they weren't chemically controlled and they were just psychologically manipulated that you know when he ordered them to kill Natasha, he, they would have done it. I, I think they would have. Mm. But there's that. You know, it's the difference between being having your own free will, because um, even when you're that's the thing about psychological conditioning is that you know you think you're doing it because you want to you know what mm. i mean right. whereas under the chemical control they were aware that they were they were doing things that they normally wouldn't do and it doesn't you know it's not that they wouldn't assassinate but you know they were sent after one of their own so maybe but, but if it was just... in the beginning of the movie when yelena that's her name right yelena when Yelena's... when she, she got you know Free. dusted and she, and she woke up it was an immediate whoa i'm on the run now you know, like it, yeah. it was almost like that she didn't want it. I don't know. <laughs> well, I think it's part of it is that she she killed. I mean, she literally gutted one yeah. of the other widows. Right. And I mean, that's something you could probably be where in her mind. She's screaming, don't do this, don't do it. But she still did it. You know, yeah, yeah that's true. That's that's I mean, true. Yeah. Because yeah. when she woke up, I, I loved her acting. She was devastated, you yeah. know. Uh, like like surprised, devastated, and and like he said, yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. That 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 does make sense. She knew and what she I, was I, doing. She it was just beyond her control. And I think I don't know how you reacted, but when she stabbed her and then gutted her, yeah. I was taken aback because you don't usually see that kind of violence in these kind of movies. And you didn't see a lot of blood or 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 stu- or, or organs spilling out of her. But I was like, that's you know, usually they get to stab the chick, uh, the the woman will fall off her. Yeah, in pain or something, but she stabbed her and then moved the knife across her abdomen. I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, I, I definitely <laughs> really wasn't expecting that one. That was pretty visceral. Yeah, which was yeah. pretty cool too. <laughs> yeah. So I and look, you know, I've watched a lot of a lot. I've watched a few video reviews of it on YouTube, and I, you know, I caught a lot of um, of Winter Soldier. Because I didn't read the articles where they said, "Oh, it's like it's it's like the Winter Soldier." I thought it meant like in tone and in story, but it's really just about visuals. I mean, you know, the floating mm-hmm. fortress in the sky that comes crashing down, the brainwashed friend, or you know, um, trying to free the brainwashed friend. Uh, I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, that's that's superficial comparisons as Winter Soldier. I wanted more because I, yeah, I mean, we talked about a lot. I love the Winter Soldier." Um, so yeah, I, I thought, like you said, I thought that when when they made references to Winter Soldier, I thought that was gonna be the tone of the movie where it's gonna be more of espionage, right. and but all I saw was okay, they're just almost mimicking, like the fight scenes of Winter Soldier. You know, like any time they were pursued by Taskmaster, it was oh well, that's Bucky going after Cap. You know, even like the whole blowing up the car from underneath, that's straight out of right. out of a uh, out of a uh, Winter Soldier and stuff. So, e. I'll tell you, after this movie, I'm like, I want a sequel, and of course, I want it to be another prequel, but I want it to be one where she is, like, 100% still the Russian Black Widow, still working for the Red Room, and I want, I want, especially Scarlett Johansson, I want the James Bond-type movie, I want her to be the femme fatale, and I want her to have to sneak around and steal things, you know what I mean? 
Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, you know, you, it's, it's funny you say that. You wanted the James Bond movie, but they were referencing referencing a lot of James Bond in this movie. It just he wasn't Moonraker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a it was a complete like oh Moonraker, and then it's, oh it's going to be in the sky just like Moonraker. There was a parachute scene from Moonraker and stuff. And uh, Rachel Weisz is married to Daniel Craig. I mean, you got that connection there. I mean, it was a lot of James Bond stuff, but it was it was falling short of like uh, like Winter Soldier. There's or, no. There's no James Bond vibe in that movie. I want I want Scarlett Johansson as Natasha in a spy thriller, Black Widow spy thriller, right. and that was on yeah. spy thriller. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think that's exactly. I think that's why I was disappointed, dude. I think that's what I was expecting. That it was going to be more of of Scarlett Johansson as as a real spy. I wanted her to mention like you know Bucky. She you know in in she's like don't you I, like. Didn't she say something like "Don't you remember me?" or "I thought you would recognize me" or something like that? When when her and Bucky are fighting, you know, it, 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 I, I was hoping they allude to that. It's right. but you know, where's the connection between the Black Widow program and the Winter Soldier program? I, I, I thought it'd be a little bit tighter, or at least some sort of connection with that. Yeah, well, I, I was thinking about that too, but I, you have to remember that the Winter Soldier program was a Hydra program, and Black Widow was a Russian thing, but. They did. They were hiding in like Siberia or something. The Hydra thing. I think. I think Hydra would just spread through the governments throughout the world and stuff like that, and just oh. manipulating everything. Jeez, oh, all these Marvel uh, movies. Everything's falling out of the sky. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, what did you think about the Taskmaster reveal? I called it like as soon as as soon as she told the story about what happened in Budapest. I'm like, oh, so that's who Taskmaster is. <laughs> no, I, I didn't. I didn't know until they revealed. Like when they, right. I was like, oh, look, it's a lady, you know? No, I, I, I mean, and Taskmaster, I, I do, I, I think he's a cool character in, in comic books. And I was kind of disappointed that her powers are derived from a computer chip, um, right. which is what the dad said. And, and unlike in comic books, it's, is he considered a mutant in, in comic books? Uh, I'm not sure. That's a good question. Yeah. I, I, well, anyway, I, I assumed he was a mutant where he can mimic whatever he sees, and if he sees yeah. Captain America fighting, then he's going to develop that style. But they they took the route of of a computer thing, and uh, um, eh, I was I was kind of mixed. I mean, they, they 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 build her up to be this Terminator kind of character, and in the end of the movie, there's no payoff. You know, right? Um, she she had plenty of opportunities to kill Natasha, and she doesn't take them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Especially on that bridge. You know but what's cool I, though? I, I rewatched uh, the first Avengers movie, and they do. Loki does mention the daughter, actually, Draco's daughter. You know when Loki was stuck in that chamber and Black right. Widow is trying to get some information, and they talk about the Red Ledger, and that's the first thing he says. He says Draco's daughter. I'm like, oh, dude, <laughs> I didn't realize yeah. that. At the time, you just think it's you know just some just a thing, spot. yeah, right, yeah. exactly. But um, I I liked. How they did incorporate in the stunt work for the Taskmaster past fighting styles, mm-hmm. um, like moves, so you can see that. Uh, you know, the reveal is no big deal to me. It's not like we were like, "Oh my god, I can't." It's like, okay, <laughs> it's like, yeah. And that's the thing about that reveal; it does nothing. To, it doesn't change the story for you or anything. You know, you could have easily not had that character in the movie, and the movie would have. <laughs> been the same really you know i mean if they have if that dude had the technology to create that kind of 
assassin, well, why don't the other Black Widows have that kind of capability too? You know, I mean, right. they're, they're on that cutting edge of science to create the perfect uh, assassin. Well, Taskmaster is your ultimate weapon there, and apparently it's something that you, you that they created. Well, why don't they all do something like that? And then, then that would be pretty scary and pretty impressive. Exactly. Who the heck so, were these uh, black... No, no, no. The, the Russian, like, stormtroopers. They were like these... I mean, the, to me, they were like the Hydra agents, too. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, the faceless guys in, in the uh, Red Room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where did they come I, from? I, don't, I mean, I don't, I'm, I'm assuming it's his private army. He had a private army. I don't know that he was affiliated with the Russian government anymore. Oh, um, okay. Uh, I don't know. You, you figured he had black... He, you figured he'd have his black widows protecting him. Yeah. Versus... And how does he build something that huge that floats in the sky and the Avengers don't know about it? Yeah. And, dude, when they're falling from the sky, they must have been falling for about 15 minutes. <laughs> I mean, that was right. a long drop. But, yeah, I mean, how do, how do you hide something like that, you know? And, and, and okay, how about this? Uh, spoiler alert. When, <laughs> when Black Widow and the mom switch faces, right, how did Scarlet mm-hmm. Witch know where the Red Room was? She flew them up to the to the Red Room. And the, the whole movie, she's like, well, Scarlet. where is it? Yeah. Oh, Scarlett Johansson. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Scarlett Johansson, Black Widow. She, you know, they did the face switch, but we don't we don't know that. We think it's the mom. But she Was flew she them. Flying? To, she's flying, yeah. Oh, I don't know then. See? Unless the mother told her it's above, you know, this county or whatever. <laughs> I guess so. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Good yeah, yeah. See, <laughs> see. This is what I mean. I was, I was getting a little bit of annoyed of the little details that I, I would definitely say I was not expecting for a Marvel movie. As, as, as much as you know, I poo poo on, on Captain Marvel. I, I mean, they, they really try not. They do their homework. Let's put it that way. You know, this one there are a lot of little subtle holes that I, I, di- I didn't like. You know. And that that was an example of one, you know, oh, the, the pheromone thing. Oh, I I need to I need to sever my ocular. Uh, what was it? The olfactory nerve in my face. Right. So she headbutts a desk, dude. You know how hard it is to to, to sever your, your olfactory nerve in your face. I mean, it's unreal. And then she tries to, to like, oh, all right, I'm just gonna set my nose back again and unsever my olfactory nerve. It was very weird. Yeah, Why don't you just like pinch yeah. your nose? If the thing was, if, if her his pheromones and smelling him was the problem, then go to the other side of the room and shoot a bullet at him. It, right, yeah, sure, exactly. I'm pretty sure you're not smelling him from across the room. Um, or stick something up your nose. I mean, when I have my allergies, I can't smell anything. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, I thought, though, you know, thinking back when when he was, she was allowing him to hit her in the face, I thought that would have been a cool device of, you know, come on, can't you hit me any harder? You know, kind of like make him into her face purposely to, you know. Well, that's know what she was trying to do. She, she was trying to do that, and then she says something to him about him not being able to do it, so she does it himself. Oh, I, mean, I guess. Like, but that's the thing. Why? I don't know. Why? Because they want to make him seem weak, I guess. I'm like, you should have let him break her nose. You're right, right. Yeah. Like, gotcha. You know, like. <laughs> And I don't. How did she get the ring off him? Like all of a sudden she's got the ring. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. they didn't show her slipping the ring off him. I guess she had to assume when they were fighting. Same thing when when she took the vials out of the case before getting thrown into the river. 
Oh no, I watched it again. She does open up the box. I, I thought about that too. Oh, does she? Okay. She she cracks open for a split second, and I and I didn't catch it the first time either. But she she does crack it open. Oh, okay. Well, that's all right. with them. Well, well, good for them. For <laughs> all right, once. let's let's um. <laughs> so, the ending. All right, the ending uh, stuff falls out of the sky, and uh, that's another thing too. I hate. Don't be like I'll handle Ross. You guys run away, and then you go two weeks later. How did she get away from Ross? Right. <laughs> yeah. He's been chasing I, I, the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. And then I mean, he's going to relegate it to her to two weeks later and she's got blonde hair and she's wearing a vest now. Right. <laughs> when Ross shows up, I mean, they made it, they, they make it seem like Ross is maybe just like a couple of miles away, maybe, because they kind of see him off into the distance and they go yeah. into this whole thing. And then, yeah, two weeks later, was it? Yeah, it was two, was it two weeks, two months? Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks later, she's you know dyed her hair and what happened with that? I don't even know. He, yeah. And her and her arms dealer's friends. How does he get his hands on a Quinjet? Right. Well, yeah. He couldn't get an airplane. He had to get her that crappy helicopter. But then he can get her a. Well, he, he said time and money. So I guess two weeks is enough to steal a Quinjet. All right. It's just I don't know. It's just you know too much duet machina. You know, if you need something, it disappears. Yeah. Um, yeah. What about... Uh, all right, so let's talk about the uh, end credit scene. Oh, okay. All right, so Yelena goes to... Uh, she winds up going to Natasha's gravesite. Um, and uh, uh, whatever. And she's there to look at the grave. And what's her name? Vanessa, the countess from Falcon Winter oh, Soldier. Contessa Valentine. Contessa Valentina, yeah, yeah. She uh, she shows up and starts talking to her, and and they the dialogue makes it seems like Elena knows her and has been working for her, doing who knows what. And she says she's got her next assignment, and she goes, "How would you like to kill the person responsible for your sister's death?" And she shows her a picture of Hawkeye. Um, I'm gonna say it right now. I'm not the first to say it, but she's forming the she's either forming the Thunderbolts or the Dark Avengers. Because well, yeah. she's recruit, yeah. she's recruited the U.S. agent, and now she's recruited the second Black Widow. Um, I think you might see the Abomination on this team because he's showing up in Shang Chi, um, and there might be uh, maybe some one of, one of the other a uh, bad guy from one of the other movies. Maybe like a Killmonger in on it. Who knows? But she's either forming the Thunderbolts or the Dark Avengers. What What did you think? Well, well two two things. Uh, what did you think of seeing her pop up in this movie? If you didn't watch uh, Captain Winter America: Soldier. Winter Soldier on Netflix, would you know? Would you be like, "Who the hell is that?" They they really uh, assumed a lot in this movie. You know, they really well, assumed was, that everyone's watched all the Marvel stuff. Well, you got to remember, her first appearance was supposed to be this movie. This movie was supposed to come out last May. Right. So I think we were supposed to leave. Like, who's that woman? Why was Julia Louis-Dreyfus there? You know? And then I guess they were supposed to explain it further in Winter, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, who she was. Hmm. Um, now, we know she's in the Hawkeye limited series, so I wonder if that's what that's about, her going after Hawkeye. Oh, who can... Uh... Uh, Contessa is? Oh, oh, Yelena. Okay, gotcha. 
But wouldn't that be common knowledge that that Hawkeye didn't kill on purpose? I mean, it, it was the same issue that I had with uh, uh, what's her face from uh, from Winter Soldier, um, Sharon Carter, right? Like, why was she on the run, but everyone else was pardoned? You know, why is it that? Clearly, she's she. Uh, you know, Yelena should have some sort of intel as to what happened with the Avengers. Why would she go after, you know, Hawkeye? I mean, you know what I mean? Right. Well, I don't know that. That's why they're going after. I think that's what you. I think that's what Valentina is using. But you're right. You. I mean, again, it's the same thing as like after Endgame including Sharon Carter, they all should have had their slates wiped clean. And the Falcons should be able to get a bank loan. Okay? You right. saved the world like that. You saved the world like that, all that stuff should be taken care of. And also, again, why would Steve go back for the guys in the vaults or the raft, whatever they call that prison, but he wouldn't bring Sharon onto the team? Right. Oh, you that's know, a good point, yeah. It, it, yeah, that kind of stuff I didn't like. Um... I think Sharon is working for Valentina. I think that's someone she calls at the ah. end of the... Uh... Ooh, I didn't think about that one. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's There's a lot... I don't know, man. I This is this is what makes me sad. Not Wait, like is, you're saying Contessa's the power broker? Well, no. They said, didn't Sharon say she was the power broker? Oh, oh, she's a power broker, but we don't know who she's talking to. Yeah, remember she called someone at the end. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. Okay. Maybe it is. Oh, that's good. I have to I have to rewatch her scenes now, huh? Um, this is what made me sad. I I already was. I already we already talked about Shang Chi Eternals. This new wave not going to be the same as what we just experienced the past ten years, right? My my hope was well, the Black Widow. I, I look, Ed Game was the perfect perfect end to this, but I thought the Black Widow was going to be our little PS or our little mm. little piece of, of dessert after a wonderful meal. Like we'll get one last time with these heroes we've grown to love for the past 10 years and a great action movie, well-written movie. And we didn't get it. And I, I have zero hopes for Shang-Chi and Eternals. Um, I, 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 look, I'm going to go see them. <laughs> um. But then, you know, it's really it's really weird because we've been able to look forward to every Marvel movie. And up until maybe Captain Marvel, I was like, uh, like Captain Marvel was like the first one, I think, where I was like, I don't know about this one. Um, all right, I'll say Guardians, I'll be honest, because I did think Guardians of the Galaxy was going to be their first flop. Yeah. yeah. Um, but other than that, like... You know, we got Spider-Man. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to Doctor Strange now. Um, you know, I, I, and then past that, I don't, I don't know what's going on with these new heroes. We got the Miss Marvel TV show coming out. Um, I'm looking forward to Hawkeye, of course, which I think is the fall or, or winter of this year. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know what they're doing with the Marvel universe now, and have this, have this the new Black Widow and Shang-Chi and the Eternals, how do they all play into this? Um, is is the the villain of Loki going to be a big villain, or are we just lying to ourselves like we did with WandaVision? Hmm. You, you know? know, this Black Widow, I, I think, I mean, if I had to point a finger, I, I would have to blame the director on this one. You know, uh, the director, in my mind, has controlled this whole film. 
and and I, I thought that the tone was shifting. It, it couldn't decide if, if it wanted to be an action movie, a serious movie. It was going to be like jokes, which is what Marvel is known for to have these lighthearted moments. But right. I, I just didn't think it, it was the, the jokes are hitting or the the timing was correct. Um, it, it just it, I, I God is, is it the director's fault or is it the writing? I'm not too sure. It's probably a combination of both. Yeah, I mean the, even know, the Red Garden was a big goof you know yeah. he he starts off the movie as a legitimate character you know both right the parents look like there's something behind them which i thought was cool yeah. you know the fact that there were these pretending to be, be parents and you, you get this this you know red guardian guy and again you could have taken his part of the movie out of it and it still would have made sense He he didn't impact the movie at all you know, he, he keeps making comparisons in this movie of himself to Captain America. And again, it doesn't, you know, he he tells a story about when he faced Captain America and, and the, the guy says to him, well, Captain America was still frozen. And then later he asked Natasha if Captain America ever asked about him. And I'm like, are we supposed to believe that he had some kind of interactions with Captain America? Or is he like, he's obsessed with Captain America. And as goofy as he is in all this, I'm like, Cap would beat the heck out of him. Like... <laughs> It's, it's it's not it's not a comparison. If they wanted us to think he was capable of being a Russian version of Captain America, then he needed to be. I don't know a little the bit Russian more Captain America. And the thing is this: so the Super Soldier Serum makes you, it increases more of who you are on the inside. That's why Steve's such a good guy, and that's why the terrorists in Falcon and Winter Soldier were were not so good, and 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 the ones that Hydra made that they froze were wackadoos. You know, it increases your whatever, right? Yeah. So, the Red Guardian, there has to be something good about him. Unless it just increases goofiness. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, it, I think it aimed for a lot of different things, and it tried to be a lot of different things, and it wound up being none of them. Which is, yeah. I mean, if they hit one of them, it might have made this movie a little better, you know? But it just hit none of them. And I think it's a waste of Scarlett Johansson's talent. It's a waste of the Black Widow character. A character we all been wanting to have our own movie. This movie, If this movie came out between Civil War and Infinity War, I think it would have been you know, better written probably. There would have been more people involved in it because they would have to align it with what happened in Civil War and what's going to happen in mm. Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> it would have just been a great solo vehicle for Scarlett Johansson. Um yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I really wanted to like this one, too. And I didn't hate it. I, it's rewatchable, I guess. Like, I'm bored. Um, you know, I came home yesterday and I popped Iron Man 2. Well, not popped in. I was going to say popped it in. But, you know, I, I watched Iron Man 2. I started watching that again because it was her first appearance. And that movie made me want to see all of her appearances again. Like, I want – I'm going to look on YouTube for, like, a super cut of all, Black yeah, all the movies. Right. Because she's such an interesting character. She's she played so well by Scarlett Johansson that you you kind of want more. And when you go see a solo movie about someone and you leave wanting more and not in a good way, you know that's a problem. Yeah, a problem. yeah. She, you know, she, it didn't she, leave me wanting more because it was so good. It left me wanting more because I wanted to be reminded of how good this character could be written. You know? Yeah, I I agree with you one hundred percent. I mean, Scarlett Johansson was just absolutely fantastic. I mean, I actually like like the individual performances. Of all these people, I thought I thought they did all a great job, you know. Uh, even well, maybe except the head bad guy. But that was, was his name, Drake Drakeoff. I forgot his name. I don't remember. Well, I, that dude, that Ray Winstone is the dude that played uh, opposite 
Indiana Jones and Crystal Skull. So immediately I was kind of pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> that, that I've seen him in some good things, though. He, um, I can't name all. I think he was in The Departed, but I've seen okay. him in some good things. But yeah, yeah. But- Yes. Individual performances were good, and I, and I think that's I think that's what carried the movie for me because every time Scarlett was on screen, boy, she she really draws you in with with her acting. I mean, she she can when she wants to be very dramatic and serious, boy, can she, you yeah. know? Uh, but yeah, it it just fell fell short for me a little bit. And again, I don't know, Mike. I think my expectations were way too high. And my expectations of what the movie was going to be about was completely different than what I saw uh, on screen. So I don't know. If I, if I went in with a blank slate, but my daughter says she was bored. My wife was asking way too many questions <laughs> about it. You know, and, and when they're talking, I said, hey, this is a movie. You know, I was trying to tell them, kind of like, pretend we're in the movie theater. But, oh, the questions were coming left and right. because, it, But they had asked questions because a lot of things just weren't making any sense. Yeah, and... The second viewing, did it go by quicker for you? It went by a lot quicker for me, the second viewing. It did. I thought, you know, I'm glad you brought that up. The first time, I think there was a point where I was actually getting pretty bored. You know, there are a lot of, there are like, if you had to talk about like timing uh, mm-hmm. or pacing, I, I should say, some parts were really slow. Like, it, like, it was between action scenes, it was actually pretty big for, for like a, see, I, I think I wanted a spy thriller, but I didn't get that. So. This is what my experience was the first time I saw it. I remember thinking to myself, I was constantly waiting for something to happen, even when things were supposedly happening. Ah, wow. You, you know what I mean? Like, deep. even during the big action scenes, I was waiting for it to ramp up or to be bigger or, or something more. Hey, look, we could go through every Marvel movie and pick out one or two scenes that we, you know, we could put it in any of the movies and go straight to that scene and watch it and, be, and have a nice feeling. I don't know that I, there's any particular scene in this movie that is memorable or was like, well, at least they pulled this off, you know, yeah. the, like the action scenes. And I think it's, I think you might've said this for Shang-Chi or for Saint guys, but the action scenes are common. It's, it seems we've seen before. Yeah. Um, in non-Marvel movies, it's very basic. Uh, your standard action film action scenes. Sure. Um, and I think, you know, not, not that we talked about it, but I think fast nine suffered from that too. Um, cause fast nine to me was kind of boring. Um, okay. but I think I was, Oh, I, I guess that's the best way to describe it. Even when things were happening, I was waiting for something to happen in this movie mm, man, and nothing ever really happened. Yeah. It was all formulaic. It's all stuff we've seen before. And I'm not saying you need to scale new heights with stunts and things like that, but you gotta at least live up to what, what's been done in the past from the studio you're coming out of. Oh you know. sure, dude. I'm watching the scene right now when they're when they're breaking out the data of the prison scene. This is, must be a good five minutes of just nonsense. <laughs> it's it's really... She barely fights in it. Yeah, and, and the helicopter is. You can't really see it. Yeah, the helicopter literally is just standing in one spot, <laughs> and it's it's just one lengthy. Maybe this is an editing thing. Maybe that too, but look, we've talked writing, we've talked directing, we've talked editing now, and we oh, talked stunt coordinator. It's just the movie, dude. The movie's not good. Wow. This is. Oh, I'm surprised, dude. I, I I thought we we're going to be in disagreement with this one. I I I got the. I, I assumed that you were going to like this one for some. I don't know why I thought that, or maybe it was another chat with. Well, uh, funny, I don't. You know, I, I do this a lot. I, I just spent an hour, however long, killing the movie. I don't dislike it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, yeah. I just it's. It's there. It's 
you know, it, it, I don't know. I want to say it's Ant-Man, but I, I, don't, I think Ant-Man's a little bit better than this. I think I like Ant-Man better than this one. Yeah. Doctor no, you're Strange. right. I, I don't hate this movie. I, I'm watching yeah. it right now. I, it's not that I hate it. There, there are a lot of things I do like about it. Mm. It, I, it, it, it could have been tighter, I think. I mean, it has potential. It, this, this movie had so much potential. It's, you know, for it to be a little bit better, it, it just was falling short. I, I have to blame the director. I, yeah. You know, if, if I had to pick one person, I would have to fault the director on this one. And I honestly can't blame this on expectations. Like, my expectations were too high mm-hmm. because, look, man, I'm, I won't say desperate, but I would love anything I get to see in the theater now. Just, just, just the experience of being back in the theater is a wonderful feeling for me. So I should have been able to walk out of this. Maybe that's why I don't hate it. Maybe because of why it was back in the theater. If I rented mm-hmm. it at home, I wonder if I feel the same. Um, I'd probably be angry. I'm like, you know, because of my brain, yeah, I spent $30 on it. I spent much more yesterday taking all my nieces and nephews. But I'd be like, I spent $30 for this? That's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think it's, and I think it's saved. We said it again before. It's saved by the acting, I think. You know, they're they're all perfect for their roles, the people Mm -hmm. cast, Mm -hmm. uh, at least the main people. And uh, they do the best with what they got. And I want to see more of Elaine. I want to see more of Melina. I want to see more Red Guardian if they tighten him up a little bit, tighten his character up, make him less of a jester. Jest, jester. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I want to see the Red Guardian in action. Um, what about a Soviet Avengers? You know, you got three people right there, two Black Widows and a Captain America. You know. Where, um, do, you, where do you see these characters in the future? I, I don't know. I, I, I was thinking about that. I mean, we're definitely seeing Elena again. I don't know if we're going to see the other two. That's a shame. See. I wish I, I I agree with you. I I wish I there was like yeah like the like the like a Russian Avengers or something like that because they, they 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 developed their their backstory. They they seem interesting and you know. Uh, but yeah, it's are you know are we gonna get an army of Black Widows? I mean, is that is that what's out there? You know, it's yeah. uh, I, I really because I, after this we get we get into that other realm of the Marvel universe. Which is going to be, you know, like the maybe is it Kang thing or is it like an Eternals thing? I, I don't see how how this storyline here kind of matches up with what's happening for the future of the Marvel Universe. You know, it almost seems like what we see here is maybe that's it in regards to like these other characters because I don't I can't see how they mix in other than you know Yelena because she's the next Black Widow. I, I guess. Well, I'm anticipating that this movie is going to make a lot of money, and. It's going to be weird because our next Captain America movie is going to be a Sam Wilson movie. And does that mean our next Black Widow movie is going to be a Yelena Belova movie? Are we Maybe. getting another Black Widow movie? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I would think so if this makes as much money as I think it's going to make. It's probably going to make at least $700 million, I think. How much money does a movie need to make to justify a sequel for them to say, oh, we got to, make, we got to do another one? Well, you'd have to look at – you'd have to look at – the other movies like Ant-Man 1 and Black Panther, well, Black Panther made like a billion dollars, and so did Captain Marvel. So you look at Doctor Strange and Ant-Man, and, you know, Ant-Man got sequels, and Doctor Strange is getting a sequel, and they probably made around the 700, 800 million mark. Um, but it also depends on how much money it costs to make the thing, too. But do you justify another Black Widow movie without Scarlett Johansson, though? I mean, like, if you do Black Widow 2, it's not really... You know, I'm only intrigued about this movie because of Scarlett Johansson, you know? She, well, I, if, if, if they take... If they take Yelena and in the Hawkeye series, she ends it with her, her taking on the mantle of Black Widow. Um, 
maybe or if they do like a dark avenger movie or thunderbolt movie and she spins out of that maybe again i would i would go see another black widow movie with scarlet i don't care if it's a prequel you know like i said give me give me a spy thriller with scarlett johansson in the lead as natasha romanoff with the gadgets with the with the undercover you know you know her doing her thing and i'll be happy yeah 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 i like to see her and throw a little hawkeye in there maybe a little bucky in there i mean can you imagine if that was the backstory of this movie was was that holy smokes you know i i think i'd be totally all in on that right if this even now, the story was bad <laughs> i think i'd be all in on that. now how about um what does this do for because I don't think you were anticipating Shang-Chi or Eternals, really, were you? What do you mean? Like, were you looking forward to them, or? Oh no, no. I mean, I'm I'm gonna watch Shang-Chi. I mean, they they came up with that the longer trailer. My opinion still hasn't changed about it. It just looks like, it, it looks like I'm watching like Mortal Kombat. You know, like right. it doesn't make any sense with these characters. Eternals, uh, the, the trailer didn't sit well with me because I have no idea what it's about. I mean, there's really nothing to at, at this point. I have no idea or any expectations about the Eternals. I, I don't even know what it's what it's even about. Very very vague about it. I mean, Doctor Strange. I'm into that. I think the Spider-Man movies. I I told you, uh, uh, I, I found a new love for the Spider-Man flicks, the newer ones. So I'm lo- definitely looking forward to those. Venom, yes. Uh, Eternals. I don't know. What, what about you? Are, are you uh, high on Shang Chi and the Eternals? Um, I'm. I'm not high on them at all. <clears throat> I'm even less high now after Black Widow because I really thought Black Widow was going to be the best out of these upcoming three. Um, so my only hope at this point is that Shang Chi and Eternals or one of them just totally defies my expectations, like Guardians of the Galaxy did. That's my only hope at this point. Um, I mean, it's only till December for Spider-Man, so that's... I think it's weird. Between now and December, we're going to have three more Marvel movies, so that's pretty cool. Oh, oh um, can you go over them? What are the movies, and do you know when the release dates are about? Uh, yeah, so the movies are... Let me do this. Marvel release. Release dates. So it's the next one is going to be Shang-Chi, which I believe is September... September 3rd, I want to say, but I might be wrong. Okay. Uh, yeah, I am right. Shang-Chi is September 3rd. Eternals is <clears throat> November 5th. Uh, Spider-Man is December 17th. And this is this is just the Marvel MCU, not the uh, Venoms or anything like that. Um, Spider-Man, December 17th. Doctor Strange, March 25th. Thor, Love and Thunder, May 6th. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, July 8th. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six. We have seven Marvel movies coming out in the next year. Wow. That Today, is a lot. That is a lot. <clears throat> We're used to, what, two to three? Yeah, it was two for a while, and then they upped it to three. But now they're back, back to all seven in, in a one year. So Black Panther is July 8th of next year. The Marvels, which is the Captain Marvel sequel, is November 11th next year. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania is February 17th of 2023. Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is May 5th, 2023. And Fantastic Four is to be announced. Wow. Uh, Disney Plus. We have uh, Loki is finishing up its run this week. Uh, What If comes on August 11th, the cartoon. 
series. Hawkeye is late 2021. Miss Marvel is late 2021. So we have two more shows and one cartoon coming out this year. And then it just says Moon Knight 2022, She-Hulk 2022, Guardians Holiday Special is around Christmas 2022. Secret Invasion is also set scheduled for 2022. Um, Ironheart, Armor Wars, and Untitled Wakanda series is to be announced. That's on Disney+. Plus. Those are the Disney Plus shows, yes. Wow. That's a lot of content. Uh, yeah, it's a whole lot of content. Yeah, I mean, if anyone asks if, if Disney Plus is, is worth your while, that's it's strong, yes. Oh, yeah, that's why I bought the three-year plan. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's a strong, yes. Uh, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. I really thought, I don't know, I, again, I thought you and I would be a little bit in disagreement with this movie. I was, I thought there was going to be one of these back-and-forth kind of deals, but wow, it's, it's pretty funny that we're, we're on the same page on this one. No, I think we've... Uh... You and I have established that we we kind of expect the same thing from our Marvel movies. I don't think that we've disagreed too much on any of the Marvel movies. Uh, and that's that's pretty true too. Yeah. 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 Um, one more thing. Did you? Yay, nay, or you don't care that they they called out the superhero landing thing? Oh, uh, I I didn't mind it. Yeah, it, it was it was cute. I, you know, I think they used it too many times. Though. They called back to it a few too many times, but. I thought it was cute when she did it. Yeah, I was wondering why in this particular film, being that Black Widow is very popular, why did why do you think they needed to rely on so much history from the from the Marvel universe? You know, I mean, they were doing a lot of referencing back as if it needed to for it, for it to be relevant. You know, I, I don't know why they they needed to do that. Yeah, I don't know either because they didn't do that with any of the other ones. Yeah. You said it perfectly before. This is probably the first movie where you really, it, it can't stand on its own. You really need to have a, a good background as to, you know, what's going on in the Marvel Universe. You, It's a must. There's no way you can watch this movie come in cold and be like, oh, okay, I know what's going on. Yeah, and, and like I said, my niece totally didn't understand the beginning. And having the Red Room stuff happen over the credits, if you don't know anything about the Red Room... You don't know what those credits are about. You're like, what is going on? Were they kidnapped? Are they, right? Are they like human trafficking? Like, what's going on with these women? Yeah. So, it was, yeah, yeah. You need a lot of background, and and look, you understand needing that kind of knowledge for for Endgame and even maybe Infinity War, but not for something that's a solo movie. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, maybe and that's a mistake. That's I shouldn't. It's going to turn people off too. You maybe know? I, I mean, shouldn't be thinking of it as a solo movie. You know, if you don't think, if I don't think of it as a solo movie, I guess it makes sense. But <sighs> I don't know. But what do you think that would be turning like the casual? Because they have to understand something. You know, Avengers. You know, all these movies are making these billions of dollars, not just from comic book readers or nerds. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the layman, right? No, quote unquote, regular people are going to see these movies, and you can't. I don't know you. Like I said, it makes sense if you need the background movies for Infinity War and Endgame, but not for a Black Widow solo solo movie. There should just be a peripheral amount of backstory needed to understand these movies. Yeah. You know? And yeah. I, I don't know that they succeeded in this, and I don't know, you know, you know, Kevin Feige is a producer on this, so I don't know if he doesn't see it or he thinks this is the formula and, and it's a way to get people to watch all the movies. Do you think at, at this point, with the success of Marvel, where Feige is like, eh, 
we can put anything out there that we're going to make billions of dollars, you know? I don't know, man. Maybe maybe he's flying too close to the sun now. He's Ooh. seen all the success. Wow. He's seen all the success. He's probably surrounded by yes men, right? Uh, true. Because the guy's, the guy's been spinning gold for 10 years, 11 years now. Hey, I just posted yeah. this thing on Instagram about you know him talking about Richard Donner on how you know he praised Superman the movie. He said it was the best like superhero origin movie, and they these he said that they practically watch it before every, any time they do a, like a movie production. They did not watch Superman the movie for this one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <No. laughs> they really they deviate. Were... They watched Superman four for this one. Yeah, Superman four. <laughs> yeah. Oh. He's on our Superman Returns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty bad. All right, so uh, final just... thoughts. What, what what grade would you give this? I'd give this a, a C. C. Number value. C minus. Oh, uh, number value out of what, five? Ten. Out of ten, I'll give it a five. <laughs> wow. It's it's not great. It's not bad, so it's a five. Wow. Okay, I, I didn't go that low. <laughs> Even though I've been poo-pooing, I, I I I get I I wrote it down here. I wrote six point five only because the, the the performances of the the actresses and actors in this one, uh, Scarlett Johansson, boy, she is so good. Any any time she was pulling her crying eye face, it's like wow, she can act that woman, you know. And uh, six, yeah, maybe six point five is too high. <laughs> I don't know. I'll say it's amazing. Six. You know, um, who's who's John Krasinski's wife? Uh, is it Emma? No. Oh, shoot, let me look it up. Is it Emma something? I don't know. Blunt, Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt, right? Yeah. So she was supposed to be the Black Widow in Iron Man 2, and, which means she would have been the Black Widow for all these movies. Oh. And... I like Emily Blunt. I just saw Quiet Place 2. Really good movie. This role was made for Scarlett Johansson. Mm. She does such a great job this role. She really does. I mean, just watch her scenes in Winter Soldier or in Civil War, and she's fantastic. Well, any of, her, any of the movies, but in those two movies especially, she's just fantastic. Oh, man, even Endgame. You know, like when she's de- defeated and she's talking to Cap, you know, about all the loss that, that they went through, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she's so good. She's really, really yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. sad that we might not see her in this role again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think maybe that's why I'm upset. We we know that she's good. She's great in the role. And and this is her solo movie, the movie that that we've, we always wondered if she would get or, or even want it. And this is <laughs> this is the end result. And that, that's yeah. kind of a, a mini kind of a letdown, I think. But she she did the it best is. what she could. But yeah, directing, writing, editing—I I don't know. I'm sure a little bit of both. I don't know. Kathleen Kennedy has nothing to do with these Marvel movies, right? No. Okay. No. Well, she can only screw <laughs> one year at a time. <laughs> right. All right. Um, yeah. I, but I, what do you think box office wise? How do you think it's going to do? Oh, I don't know with this one. I, I really don't. Um. No idea. I mean, uh, for sure, even though things are open, because uh, I went to the movies a couple weeks back and it was practically empty. And I don't know if it's the concerns of COVID or, or whatever. Um, I don't know. I mean, do they factor in Disney Plus purchases too? I don't know. And like I said, you know, I just goofing around. I, I looked at the movie and it, it was there and it was 
just as clear as the Disney Plus version. So, you know, I'm sure that's going to sap away some of the revenue. But I don't know. Uh, I really well, don't I know, know they I, they love the Marvel movies in China, and China has. I mean, they, I don't even know if they have any other restrictions, but they've been they pushed Fast and Furious over the top. Um, so, I just think. Let me say. So, Fast Nine has grossed worldwide five hundred and sixteen million, uh, three hundred seventy-eight from international. So, it's been out like what, like four weeks now, which is low that you would think for a Fast Nine movie. Five hundred sixteen million worldwide. Okay. Um, I think, I think Black Widow's got to make more than that. Okay. Yeah. I because I of like the Marvel because it's a Marvel flick. You mean? Yeah, I think because it's a Marvel. I would like to see it make seven hundred or more, because I think that's around the Ant Man level, and it's a shame though. If this was a better movie, it would make a ton of money. Wow, I wonder is there any place we can look to see what it's where where it's at now? I don't know. Yeah, I'm on Box Office Mojo now. I don't. They might not have numbers till Monday. I don't know if they do per day. I know. I know they do weekend. Where is Black Widow? Black Widow. Black Widow. Oh yeah, I don't see anything on Black Widow right now. Well, it's saying Black Widow looks to break pandemic era records. Which is well, such a... But that's not saying much. No, here we go. It says on Friday it made thirty nine and a half million dollars on Friday in four thousand one hundred theaters. Okay. So thirty nine and a half on a Friday. I think Saturday is usually the biggest day of the weekend, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, we we got to see what it happens. I don't know if it's released around the world yet. I don't know if China's got it. Yeah, there's no number for domestic. Wow. I mean, for international, there's only domestic. So. Okay. Yeah, we'll have to see. We'll have to look back at it. Yeah. I hope. I wanted to make its money. I think she deserves it. Scarlett Johansson. She worked hard. It says here. Okay, so they they predict at least over hundred thousand, hundred million. For the weekend. Uh, what does it say? It will lead the weekend, which will likely see an overall gross of $100 million for the first time since pre-COVID. Hmm. Okay. Which is good considering, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and right. a lot more stuff is open, has opened up even from a month ago when F9 opened up. So I think more people are willing. I mean, just by my theater on a Friday, I was like, oh, this is impressive. It's many people oh. here. All right. Any final thoughts? Uh, just that I hope we, we get to see her as Black Widow one more time in something. Maybe you think we will, though? Uh, maybe she makes an appearance in someone's flashback, you know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Or maybe, and maybe uh, Ant-Man travels back in time. Well, what, what would the reason to, to actually see her again? I mean, what what part of the story would actually even justify it? I don't know. Maybe she imparts some wisdom to Sam. Or, or or Bucky, and they think back to that that interaction they had with her, or maybe Ant Man, Quantum goes back in time and they run into her. Eh. You know, something. Well, yeah, so, we'll see. And look, they broke Amora back; they can break her back. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, what's going on with Mon's Basement Collectibles? Uh, same stuff. Just been posting stuff. I've been not as uh, not as uh, vigilant with it because I've just been busy i'm kind of on vacation I'm taking a little mini vacay tomorrow too so uh, i'll try to post but you know still uh still there i i think i have that marvel knights uh black widow comic book i think i think i collected that back in the day 
Well, if you have it, get it, get it, what you call it, and sell it. It's worth something. Wow, I, I bet, dude. All right, that's cool. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Nerdomy Podcast, Instagram, Nerdomy, Twitter, Nerdomy Podcast, YouTube, Nerdomy Podcast. If you have Apple, please rate and review on iTunes. It really, really helps. So, what's the update on the your in, on readers? Uh, moving along, you know, week week to week, scene to scene. Uh, what was it? The last uh today was oh no Friday was oh yeah Innie's back at school again so uh, <laughs> it's fun right now we're gonna go through a run of more of action figures versus live action stuff which is which is fun also you know it, it's pretty neat how people de- uh, the last one they, they some guy developed like the school on the interiors and it blew my mind I'm like wow he got like desks. <laughs> the blackboards and everything i was like wow that's, that's pretty cool stuff that's pretty cool yeah so we're moving along as of right now if no one backs out we should have the movie 100 percent covered so it's just a matter of uh just getting through the weeks so excellent tune in. all right uh till next time marvel Peace.